This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What's up, guys? This is Hawkside Guns. I had to uh, do that with my eyes closed so I wasn't looking at the wrong logo. <laughs> we are back again this week with some new stuff and some corrections from last time, which I got my ass chewed out for. Uh, we were wrong. We were wrong. It, it has happened before. It will happen again. Yeah, just take it as wrong. Let me start off the, the stuff with that. Last time, those of you who were around will remember that I got a basically brand new Beretta 92FS, which I'm very pleased with. And uh, I shoot it for me, what is very well. Again, that is a low bar. Uh, so I was very excited to have it. And uh, I've been doing some mods. Jake's seen some pictures of that. In fact, I'll probably post a picture on the site of that particular gun again. You will notice it has changed in appearance slightly. My wife's opinion was, oh, you really gangsted that out. Uh, way to go, well, babe. That actually leads me to a, a question now that I've seen it and heard your wife's comment on it is, um, are you planning on getting a holster for it or... <laughs> Are you just going to cram it in your waistband? No. <laughs> Judging from the appearance of the gun, that's actually a valid question. But no, I am planning to get a holster on it. The only reason I didn't already get a holster from it or for it is because Urban Carry's drop thigh holster is out of stock right now. Their lock leather drop thigh holster is I can't get it for the Beretta 92 FS right now. When I when that changes. I will have a holster for it. <laughs> it's terrible. And I did gangsta it out a little bit. Once she saw once she said it, I was like, oh, I see it now. But still, I don't care. I love blingy, kind of flashy guns. Well, when you did the, the, the Bursa, that that was blingy. I, I, I will – you pimped your gun. Yes. Yes, I did. I, I did. It has everything but spinning rims. Every part that I could order is either on order or already on the gun that is stainless – uh, it's going to have a stainless guide pin, a stainless trigger, a stainless safety, uh, stainless grip screws, stainless uh, floor plates on the magazines. Now, now, the grips that you put on it, they, they, they are white. Are they like uh, faux something or yes, are they, they are actually f- ivory? No, 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 no. I did. I would never do faux ivory or uh, I would never do ivory. I, they're faux ivory. They're they're ballistic nylon. Uh, that okay. have been carved. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're made to look ivory-ish. But um, no, I would never put something from an elephant on one of my guns. Uh, stag handles? Sure. I mean, no problem. You know, deer drop antlers all the time. I have no problem. It doesn't kill the deer. Everything's Everybody's happy. Uh, I may carve a set of uh, uh, stag handles for it one day. I don't know. But uh, the thing is, that gun's so fat that you got to get it really thin. I mean, these these grips are really, really thin. Yeah, so I just ordered them. They do have kind of a, a white and black simulated ivy kind of look to them. Oh, either um, that or I was going to go for pearl, one or the other. I think it looks pretty. Um, virtually everyone I have shown it to went, huh, that's what you're going to do with that gun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, which is why well, it, it doesn't, I mean, it, it, let's put it this way is it, it is very pretty so far. I will give you that. However, it would also look very, very at home in the waistband of one of the bad guys from breaking bad. Yes. Yes. 
Um, El Chapo's lieutenants probably carried guns that look like this. Uh, it is that is very true. I am totally and completely unapologetic for it. As you, no, no, I'm not. Nobody said you should apologize for it. I'm just making sure that there's an accurate description out there. There, there is. It's pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, it, it was. It is like the type you would see in a bad guy's waistband in a cheesy B movie. That is about what you would see. Absolutely. You know, like this gun could have been in anybody's waistband other than Antonio Banderas's in Desperado. Yes. Like that is the type of thing. Machete would definitely carry a firearm that looked like this. No um, question to the sun. And yes. have been proud to have it. And would have been proud to have it. Uh, it, it does everything but have skulls on it. Um, but Ooh, it's skulls. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when we were describing it and all that kind of, so I'm pretty happy. I've got some stuff uh, coming for it still. I'm about halfway done with the mods on it. I explained it to Jake, and Jake's like, why are you replacing that? That's perfectly fine. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You misunderstand. Not function. Looks. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. And you could tell, like, read between the lines of the text. You're like, oh, He's ruining that gun. All right, good, good. <laughs> well, I mean, look, if, if you if you want to play, replace the actual finger bar for the trigger that you actually use to pull the trigger, um, fine. But the actual trigger mechanism in that gun should be beautiful. Oh, so no, the trigger no mechanism is fine. That. Yeah, I'm going to replace the trigger bar. And trigger bar is one of those things that I'm replacing. That's coming stainless steel. Um, the, the trigger itself, not like the trigger mechanism, but the trigger itself, the actual part you put your finger on, I'm replacing that with a stainless steel version. It's exactly the same. It's just stainless. Um, the guide pin is being switched from that plastic one to a steel guide pin. Does that have a polymer one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sure does. Okay, sure then, then, then does. that actually I approve of. Yeah, sure does. I was like, ooh, well, we're going to get yeah. rid of that. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of surprised that it has a polymer guide rod. Actually, so was I. I was like, huh, that's weird. Okay, well, uh, a stainless one cost $8 plus $3 shipping. Yes, please. And I just yeah. ordered it off eBay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that was the only thing I that I really, in my opinion, needed to replace. I really didn't. I wasn't a big fan of the polymer uh, guide rod. I didn't... Um, I didn't see a need for that not to be steel. Um, that seems like a better option now, to me. Now, there are Glock owners out there right now just who's oh, yeah. are just screaming at their phones. Oh, for sure. And I totally get it. I, but, you know, this is widely available. And there are steel guide pins for Glocks as well. Exactly. So, um, but, but speaking of screaming at their phones, apparently... Oh, yeah. Somebody was doing that as we were discussing Berettas in the last cast. So yeah, and it's both of our faults. We're oh, no, wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are um, wrong. Uh, so a friend of mine who uh, has been retired for a few years, and he was involved in the or worked for many years in the Marine Armory. And he listened to the show after I told him about it because he was excited that I got a Beretta 92, and he wrote me an email which i will now pull up and and hit some of the highlights uh that he corrected one and this is i knew when i said it and i just and, didn't and, fix and it i have to appreciate the fact that even though this is a friend of yours somebody who could call you on the phone and rip you a new one who apparently he did not only oh, yes. that but took the time to write it into an email to make sure that we got all of his bullet points correct oh yes 
Oh yes, he was he was very upset. He was uh, uh, adamant in his defense of the Beretta 92 that uh, we go over some of these points, if not all of them, which we're not going to go through all of them because it's very lengthy. But uh, and a lot of it I'll explain <laughs> later. Uh, but uh, one of the things it said, uh, I said to 70, it entered service in 75. It did not um, the Beretta 92 or the M9. Uh, as its military designation entered service in 1985, not 75, which I I knew I just said the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, and the worst part about it is considering the fact that they were still carrying um, the 1911s in Vietnam, that actually kind of makes a lot of yeah. logical sense that that wasn't going through my head at the time. The Beretta 92 was designed in 75. It was, but it was not adopted in the military until '85, um, and I think the first year of production was the year I was born in '76. So uh, that was kind of the confusion for that one because I was like, "Oh wow, this gun's as old as I am." You know, not the specific gun, but this design is about as old as I am because it was originally released in production in 1976. So I was like, "Wow, that's awesome." And then I just I transposed the dates, so it entered uh, service in 1985 uh, to basically all the military. Um, now, some of the other things that he, one of the big points that he said is that the uh, the reason Beretta's early on had trouble, well, like when they first entered military service, was the ammunition, not the gun. They were basically over, they were shooting extremely hot rounds, what, what equated to proofing rounds, if you know what those are. Um, those are the extremely hot rounds that they'll shoot through a gun to get them proof tested. And they were using that as target ammunition. And it basically blew the slide apart. Um, now, that was not found to be a problem with the Beretta. It was found to be a problem with the ammunition. And early in its uh, life in the military, that's what the um, injuries, there were several recorded injuries of pieces of slide flying back into the shooter's faces. It never killed anybody, but it did you know, knock teeth out and cause abrasions and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, that was not the Beretta's fault. That was the ammunition's fault. And then um, he went on to uh, when we had suggested that they don't work good in the desert because of the open breach or the open uh, frame on top. That, 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 I'll, I'll take ownership of that one. That uh, was mine. Yeah, yeah. He said that is, in fact, not true at all. Oh, um, what was the, what the actual but they did have problems in the desert, uh, but that was found to be the magazine. Uh, the, and hold on, I got to scroll down because I want to get this right. Uh, okay. So the military, because the Beretta magazines were a little too expensive for their liking, they ordered them from a third party called Checkmate. And oh. the, the, uh, magazines were in spec all basically the same. All the dimensions were the same as the normal nine millimeter, uh, magazines from Beretta, except for the finish. Uh, the Beretta magazines had a slick kind of blued finish that was very uh, shiny and uh, smooth and slick. And the Checkmate ones had kind of a cheaper coating that sand kind of stuck to and it wound up getting grains inside the magazine. It would cause if enough grains happened, which they do in a desert, yeah. it would cause the magazine to stop feeding and you would get a feed failure. 
Um, that makes perfect sense, and I stand very corrected, and I was misinformed. Uh, well, I, so was I. Uh, so that was uh, one of those, because I had heard they were unreliable in the desert as well, and that was why. Um, he said that the Marine Corps figured that out basically uh, in Operation Desert Storm and started bluing the magazines themselves and putting kind of a blued nickel finish on them, and they worked perfectly well. Over de- overcome and adapt. Right. Uh, adapt and overcome. You know, it's it's one of those things. He's like, look, there's nothing damn thing wrong with that gun. And I, uh, I asked him about the ejection failures that the Army had reported. And he's like, look, let me tell you about the Army and how they deal with guns. And I'm like, okay. Now, this may be prefaced, prefaced coming, so maybe take it with a grain of sand, that it's coming from a Marine. Okay? They, <laughs> There's a pride thing here, and we'll get into that in a minute. But he says, and this is just from him, he said that uh, the reports of that, were they were true. It was having ejection failures but it was having ejection failures because the gun was so reliable that they had never replaced the action spring in the slide and <laughs> some of those guns had over 200,000 rounds through them that will do it and it just it wasn't like the the spring wasn't wasn't able to to get a a good ejection um, he said, if you replace the springs in that, and I've seen that with shotguns too. Like I've replaced countless spring, like action springs and recoil springs in shotguns and they feed fine. And it was like normally in a, an old shotgun, that's the first thing I do is replace that, that coil spring. Because if you're having feed failures nine times out of 10, that's what it is. It's just like the, the action spring just isn't pushing everything the way it should. And it, and it doesn't go all the way back or it doesn't go all the way uh, on the ejection stroke and it just, or it doesn't snap back as fast as it should to eject the shell or whatever. Um, so I've seen that in shotguns. I can't imagine that same problem does not exist in pistols. So he may be right there. Where I've usually seen is what you have is this, a problem of failure to not fail to eject, but failure to feed. Yeah. And that may be too. Um, but they were having, they were definitely having basically stove piping issues where they're sitting in the ejection port just sideways. Uh, they were having some of those issues, and normally those guns were, it was due to fatigue, coil spring fatigue. Uh, now, and this is what he says. Now we are going on to complete, um, this this next part is part of complete, I would say, um, educated uh, experience on his part. However, this is not documented anywhere, uh, but I will tell you, uh, he was like, I was like, well, why, if the guns were so reliable and Marine Corps figured it out, like, why did the military move to the M17? And he goes, let me tell you something about how the Army gets a new pistol. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> here we go. Now, I will preface that this was Friday night and we have both had a couple of drinks. Um, but uh, he's like, let me tell you how the military gets a new, how the army gets a new pistol. They figured out a long time ago if they didn't want to get stuck for 70 years with another uh, sidearm, that the way to get around that is paperwork. So what they did is they didn't fix any of their guns. And every time they had some kind of feed failure or ejection problem or anything like that, they document it and send that document up the chain. And once they got enough of those, they'd petition Congress and the Pentagon and everybody else they could get a hold of that would listen to them that this gun was failing and they need a new one. And that's really the start of the pressure that led to them getting a new surface weapon is they would just they they wouldn't fix anything. They didn't want to fix anything. They wanted a new gun. 
Okay. And that's just what happens. He goes, look, the Beretta 92 is still in some um, squads and some uh, uh, units used still to this day in the Marine Corps. Um, now, of course, the Marine does a lot. The Marines do a lot of, of tinkering with their firearms anyway. I mean, the Marine Armory is famous for taking guns that they like and they want and just making them suit their purposes and changing them. So uh, the, it doesn't surprise me that they kept some, some units kept it on. Well, I look, look I, I, I hate to start a uh, inter-service rivalry war here, but the other part that I've heard a lot of times, which is absolutely hilarious between Army and Marines, is uh, I've heard several Marines say you, you do know why they make sure there's safety on the on the uh, the Army's pistols, right? <laughs> God, I can't imagine how this joke's going to turn out good. Oh, no, no, no. That's usually where it's left. I mean, oh. it was kind of like, uh, it, oh, oh, darn, that one comes with a frame safety. It's kind of like, yeah, would you give a, an, an Army guy a gun without a safety? Yeah, I mean, um, it's... <laughs> now, now I don't know that from experience by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying that's the Marine response that I've heard. Yeah, and uh, the Marines have uh, their own esprit de corps that is uh, uniquely theirs. Uh, and the Marines are big down here in Texas. They, they like the Marine Corps recruits a lot from Texas and some of oh, the southern it, states. You know, I, I actually grew up down the street from the Naval Academy, so yes. Oh, yeah. And they are uh, a interesting group i love them to death uh my uncle who is a navy doctor said that the marines are always his favorite patients he's like you know you could tell anybody you know any naval sailor or even an army guy or whatever to do whatever and they they ignore you you tell a marine take his medication he takes his medication you tell a marine eat that table it's good for you you know <sighs> you know they just they do whatever it doesn't matter you know um they're just built that way and he always loved him. he loved his marines uh, so it was, it was an interesting conversation. Uh, then he went on for probably, and he did it in this email too. He went on for probably about another 30 minutes about the differences between the M9 and the Beretta 92. All right. I'm going to give you the two main differences that anybody would care about. And then we're going to summarize the other differences. Uh, okay. Two main differences is one, the backstrap on the 92 FS is rounded. It's rounded and kind of elongated a little bit. It makes it a little fatter grip. Uh, the the M9 is very straight and kind of flat. The uh, sighting system on the uh, 92 versus the M9 is different. Um, the the 92 has a three dot, and the M9 is a little different. Um, the M9 also can have the front sights removed, and the 92 not so much the front side is there it's just there oh. it's it's molded into the frame so you can't remove that um, you could do the back side but not the front side that is the main two functional differences and then there's a page and a half of the uh things that he says that are different about the m9 and the bread at 92 fs let me summarize this by saying the m9 is built in the united states and it has uh it's a whole bunch of extra numbers stamped on a bunch of extra pieces. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's the the all kinds of proof testing and numbers that are, are stamped on it. And if you really want to tell, the easiest way to tell, if you can't tell any other way between an M9 and a 92FS, uh, an actual military-issued M9, because uh, they do make an M9, a, a civilian version of the M9. I'm talking about a military issue, though. 
Do you want to look at the M9 uh, military versus any commercial grade stuff that uh, Beretta makes? And by the way, commercial grade and military grade, same freaking action. Exact same action. The only difference between the M9 military and the civilian versions is that they proof test them at the factory and you'll get the proof test number stamped on the part uh, with an M9. But if you look at the PB on the side of the slide, it'll be kind of ornate with the uh, actual Italian-made Berettas. And on the U.S. version of the government models, it'll be very plain. Absolutely easy to tell. Even if you have a civilian M9, you can look at the side of the slide. And if the, the PB looks ornate, it's a civilian issue. If it looks very utilitarian and plain, it's military. That's all you need to see. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, <laughs> that is the summary because they got like VAT numbers and all kinds of crap that <laughs> like, stamped on the M9 stuff. And they're all built in the M9. The military issue M9s are built in the United States. The uh, commercial versions of the 92 and the M9 are built in Italy. Um, personally, I like having the Italian gun. I think it's cool. No argument. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just cool. I love Italian guns. Um, but... The that that summarizes kind of the page and a half of the differences. Um, just look for that. But all that to say, it's a wonderful gun to shoot. Um, it's well well behaved and mild manner, and it's very easy to shoot a distance. I was shooting 15 yards, and and I wasn't missing anything on a half size target. I mean, I wasn't missing the half size target. It's not like I was in bullseye the whole time. It's that I don't shoot that well. I haven't learned that well. <laughs> I'm probably never going to shoot that well at 15 yards. But I had a half size target, and I was inside the rings on every shot I took with it, which I have never done with another pistol. I'm seriously pleased with it. Uh, so it was a super great time, and I got bitched out for. <laughs> <laughs> for making mistakes about the Beretta. I am sorry <laughs> to all the Beretta people out there. Hold your righteous indignation. I have been uh, I, properly I, I, yelled hey, at. I, I, I was responsible for most of the bad information, so <laughs> I, I'll take credit for as much of it as humanly possible. Uh, well, I'd heard some of that stuff before, too. I, just ha I didn't uh, hear about all of it at length uh, from people who were in the know. Uh, and apparently he was there. Um, he served 20 plus years in the Marine Corps, and and I think half of that was involved with the Marine Armory. So uh, there was a lot, there was a lot to talk about and all that kind of thing. He absolutely loved the gun. He's like, this is the most reliable handgun I think you could own. Uh, right. Is and I'm like, please don't say that around Glock people. <laughs> start a war. Okay, so. I have a slight change of topic, but um, I need you to talk me out of something. Cause... Oh, okay. I've been doing that for myself all week, so cool. <laughs> I held one. I haven't shot one, but I held it, and I want one. Um, tell me bad things about the Springfield XD Elites. Oh, um, first of all, it's a Springfield. I know, but keep going. <laughs> Well, I, you know, look, I can't necessarily specifically tell you anything bad about them other than the fact that I love the way they look. Oh my God, I hate so the great. way they shoot. See, I didn't do anything but hold it, and uh, I really liked it. I really I I'm, liked I'm, it. I'm not a big fan of their grip safety. Now, the grip safety on a 1911 doesn't bother me, but theirs is a little bit pokey in the palm. Mm-hmm. 
So I've never really liked that. I don't really like the shape of their grips. Their grips do not fit my hand very well. Um, but that being said, as we've talked about before, the, especially the XD Mod 2s, I've owned two of them that I've, I've owned returned. two of them. <laughs> I've owned two. So you and have not only been bitten, but bitten twice by them. Yes, and the, and the worst part about it is is um, their new micro compact. Well, not even new. They they're the ones who came up with it right after um, the six six hour did the Hellcat. Yeah. Um, just in my apathy of not having anything to buy right now, I've had to talk myself out of buying one all week. Oh man, it's just they look it, it, so neat, you know. It, and really what it is is the fact that nobody has the things that I really would like to buy. Yeah. So I'm just looking at the different places I purchase from and kind of going, well, they've got one of those. And, yeah. And it's kind of like, I, I yeah, no, I have no use or need for one. And the worst part about it is, is I even know that I'm going to hate it. Not only that, but I'm still kicking myself for impulse buying the uh, Smith & Wesson that literally went back without being shot. Um. <laughs> I'm trying real, real hard to limit myself to the things that I know I'm actually going to enjoy. How much did they, just out of curiosity, how much did they give you for that, that shield you, you took back? <laughs> 230 bucks. Oh, my God. Dude, you should have called. I didn't give you 250 for it. Wait a minute. You didn't say you wanted it. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were going to just dump it. I mean, if I'd have known you were going to dump it, I'd have given you more than you were going to dump it for. What are friends for? <laughs> You've enabled two of my damn purchases, and I've enabled one of yours. Uh, but and that's you what know, under... that's what we're for. <laughs> uh, a lot of things out there, I would probably sit in the girl behind you, going, "Go for it." If you purchase it, it will come. Oh, it's so terrible. Um, See, I I've looked at one of those uh, Hellcat RDPs, the one with the 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 muzzle yeah, on the front. Yeah, actually, I I looked at that one until I saw the sticker on it and went, nope. Oh, really? How much are they? How much are they asking for? I didn't see a sticker. <laughs> Holy crap! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dead serious. For what? It's nice. Uh, it ain't that nice. It, it's a um. It's typically about a five and a half, a five hundred fifty or so dollar firearm. Yeah. Then, then you add in a couple hundred bucks for the, um, uh, the sight that's on top of it. Ugh. Uh, yeah. No, thank you. No, 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 no. And I know it's got a threaded barrel and all that kind of stuff, but because it has to for the for the uh, uh, compensator on top, right? Yeah, but, but you can buy the SIG with the site with the red dot site on it for seven hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, I know. God, for a Springfield they want nine hundred bucks? Uh huh. No, no, sir. Or or at least the last time I talked myself out of it, because I saw it reviewed and almost went out and bought one until I actually saw the sticker on it and went, Nope. Nope. Sorry. See even I, even with the discounts that I'm capable of wrangling, it was not gonna be worth it. See, I I saw the review on both the Hellcat and the XD, and I went, oh, I could have one of those. And then I went, and there's a used XD Elite uh, at one of the gun shops close to me, and it was it was marked down enough. It was like six something, you know, like six ten or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I, I do know I people who I do know people who swear by them, who absolutely love them. 
I do not find them comfortable. Yeah, but my hands are a little bigger than yours, which is what I keep telling. It's my rationalization that I keep telling myself that, like, Jake says it sucks, but, boy, his hands are smaller (laughs) than mine, and I could probably get away with that. Uh, Um, Which may be wrong, all right? My suggestion to you on that one is go find one you can shoot first. Okay, okay. Because that's, I mean... I also looked at, uh, I had in my hands, but I didn't shoot it, the uh, 320X5 Legion. Oh, buy that. It's a, well, yeah, buy that. It was also $900 <laughs> or 1000 or whatever the hell it was. I was like, yeah, but there's a I'll just put that, that down. That one's actually worth $1,000. Like, I'll just, I'll just put that down. Like, I, don't, I don't need that. That one's actually worth $1,000. Oh, no, I don't doubt it. It was really comfortable. Um what else I hold? I, the other one I hold was the, uh, oh crap! It was, um, it wasn't a 320 actually. It was a, uh, 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 what was it? Not the, not the 365. I think it was the 220. Uh, that's a, that's the 45 of the, um, hammer fired ones. Yeah, it was, it was a hammer, and I think it was 45. But it was a, he kept calling it a nightmare. I can't remember if that's no, like well, the yeah, name that's, of the gun. That's, the, that's no, um, that's the the ones that are completely blacked out and then have the blingy triggers and stuff like that. I bet you loved it. Oh yeah. Oh no, I did. That's why he handed it to me because he saw my Beretta where I'd put stainless screws in it and I wanted a stainless hammer and a stainless trigger and a stainless action bar and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, you'll love this. Here, look at my nightmare. And I thought he was kidding, but I looked in the barrel and it said 220. But I mean, I guess it is actually called. Hold on, I should probably check the it's, site. It's, yeah, it's a Sig P220. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no, no here it, it is. The... Yeah, it's Sig P220 Nightmare, full size. Yep. 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 No, that looks almost exactly like what I want to do to my Beretta. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and not the nightmare version of it, just the standard one. But see, that's when I said that I can't find what I'm looking for that I actually want. It, a, oh, a you wanted a two twenty? Want. Yeah, yeah, I could um, see that. Or a two, or a two twenty seven. Those are not made anymore. You'll have to find those. I was going to say, um, I don't think they do those anymore. Do they? No. I mean, because I know um, they do a two two nine, but that's not what you're talking about. No, the two two nine is what I have. Yeah. Um, but I've got a whole bunch of forty five caliber ammo and nothing to shoot it through <laughs> well the other thing is i've actually always i've wanted a 45 but all well, of the, do, they do the bitty, why don't you just get the emperor scorpion man that's only like what two three grand should be fine oh, oh, absolutely yeah hold on how much how much do they want for this thing it's going to be ridiculous too isn't it hold on uh for the nightmare 220 no for the emperor scorpion Oh, yeah, that's going to be at least 1500 bucks. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine, because those things aren't cheap. Hold on, 1911 Emperor Scorpion. Oh, it's the 1911 Emperor Scorpion. Yeah, well, you said you wanted a 45, right? You know, well, that's fine. See, that's the point, is I really don't actually want a 1911. <laughs> but it's a SIG, man. But I want a SIG that fires like my 229. But oh, wow, 45. yeah, you're right, it is 1500 bucks. Yep. Yeah. Or 18 yeah, what, if you get the full set. I I like my 229 enough that I want basically that firearm in a 45, which is what the 220 is. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, but but at the same time, I can't really find one at the moment, or at least not one someplace where I can wrangle a inexpensive way of coming up with it. So, what I've been doing is is talking myself out of other guns that I've 
come across. I've talked myself out of a CZ97, which is basically their version of the yeah. 45. No, I've seen those. And, and um, yep. And and I I almost did that. I literally had it in the shopping cart and kind of went, nope. Um, <laughs> I've talked myself out of the Hellcats, going, but that's just another nine millimeter. I don't need another one of those. Uh, so I'm I'm really am at at a you know point at which I have I know what I want. I just can't find it, and I'm starting to go through like withdrawal DTS. Yes. Oh no, I am very familiar with the subject. I walked all around uh, two gun shops this morning with my eldest daughter, um, looking for something to spend money I didn't have on. You'll know the feeling. And yeah, every time because I have a little bit, right? Because my birthday is technically next week, so I ha- I'm sitting on some cash and a shotgun I don't particularly need. So I'm like, <laughs> I could. I could horse something if I really found something I wanted, you know, like I could, I could work it so that I only had to pay like 150, 200 bucks for whatever it is, as long as I don't go crazy. So you put me like with the money that I've amassed and the shotgun that's in, in the trunk uh, that I carry around with me everywhere in case I find a deal I could trade it in on. I know it's sad. Uh, it's sort of like a gift card in a, in a, in a zippy bag. You know? Um, like as long as I don't hit over 800 bucks, I could spend like 175, 200 and get whatever it is because the 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 cash I have in the shotgun will offset everything else. And I just keep wandering around like you, talking myself out of stuff. Oh, you don't need that. You don't need that. You've got a perfectly good nine millimeter sitting at home. It's not even done yet. Like you don't, and you can actually shoot that one. I'm not sure if you can shoot this. Um. So my latest. Uh, thing, well, I mean, but but even then. You know, if you were to, you're talking about the Springfield and it's kind of like you could do so much better for yourself. I could. Um, you started talking about the 220 and it was kind of like, no, 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 do that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a different story. I would be talking you into that one. Yeah. And it's and there. There are super nice. And, and then somewhere along the line being figured, trying to figure out if I could talk you out of that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you probably could. I mean, it's like nothing really. St- there's a few guns that I won't get rid of, like my 870, like my Winchester, like my uh, 51 garbage rod. Um, you know, there's a couple that I just I have to have. But uh, everything else, all you, it, it, my dad's figured this out. Bona figured it out a long time ago. Everything else is a waiting game. Like, how bored will I get and how much will other shiny things distract me <laughs> that I want them so bad I'm willing to trade other stuff for them? Um, apparently, the, the waiting list is about six months before I get bored with something. Like, it just has to change seasons in Texas and then, uh, let's get rid of that, you know? Uh, well, it's I, terrible. I would also guess that the other thing you might be dealing with is... is... You know, last time I heard anybody comment about the weather in Texas, it was like 102 degrees outside. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's. But I mean, th- see, in Texas, that's not normal in the, or that's not abnormal in the summer. It's always 100 degrees here in July. But, but my guess is, is that it's July. It's 102 degrees. So you're not spending as much time out at the ranch doing shooting. No, outside. not really. You, you'd have to go at O dark 30 in order to get any kind of jump on on the heat and and. Like there's not a big line for that, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's just too freaking hot. Uh, so this is normally the time when I do projects and and acquire guns, which is why I am burning. Because normally the cycle goes in the springtime. That's time to shoot. 
right? That's prime shooting time. You got about two, three months. Let's shoot the crap out of everything. Summer comes, it's too hot to shoot. Let's do projects and buy guns so that by the time the fall comes, we have lots of new cool stuff to shoot. Well, I mean, so here's my question, because I know it's been my only saving grace. My only saving grace is the fact that I actually have something specific that I want. So here comes the question for you. What do you want? I don't know. That's a and problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. I don't know. Um, my my I, originally I was like I'll do a rifle, and then your Henry cropped up, and I have a rifle, a nice one, and I might do a scope for it. Uh, I might do that because I think it's got the screws on top. You can put a scope on it. Yes, it does. Uh, so I might do that, but the you know optics isn't really a new gun. It's just it's just outfitting one, right? Um, so there's that, and well, I did because well, and I and I have tried to do that for myself before. Is um, I'm rather than trying to buy a new one, I'm gonna just tinker with what I have. Right, I'll just do optics, or I'll just in my case like redo the stock, but I'm out a a compressor right now, so I can't even carve. So it's like crap. Okay, what can I do now? Optics will keep you busy for a little while, uh, because you've got a research what you actually want to put on the gun and then get it there and then you got to go sight it in and you know all that kind of stuff and that takes a couple of weeks but that's a couple of weeks i got a couple of months of you, summer you mean you're not gonna put a 20 dollar red dot on the top of the i am not gonna rifle? put no no i am not <laughs> no bad jake god i already get laughed at when i bring my heritage out there in a holster um, although nobody laughs at the Beretta, even as gangster, uh, gangstified as and pimped as it is, nobody laughs at the Beretta. They just go, well, that's a choice, but it's a Beretta, you know, so we can understand. <laughs> um, but there's, I, I, and I found like, uh, this morning, again, I was going, uh, gun shopping and I found three boxes of 44 mag for the Henry. And I'm like, freaking sweet, uh, 50 rounds a box of, you know, three boxes, so 150 rounds for the Henry. And I'm like, awesome. Now, I do want to ask how bad I got taken. And I know I got taken because I was so excited to see brand new 44 caliber or 44 mag ammunition that I, I just. I, see, I don't know. I, I bought up a bunch of it the last time I saw it. Prior to everything going to shit. How much was so, that? Do you and I was spending in the nature of about 35 to $40 a box. Okay. Whew. I didn't get taken too bad. Okay. I got I paid 40 bucks a box for it. No, actually, that that's where I would expect. I, I don't think I would freak out at $40 a box. Okay. Well, then that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I didn't, I didn't get hosed too bad. Um, cause I was thinking it was like down low, lower than that, but I, that's not too bad. If it was 40 to, if it, you know, 35, $40 a box, then I was on the well, high it, end of normal. Well, the, the expense of uh 44 Magnum is, is half the reason why when I was originally looking at a Henry rifle, I desperately wanted a 357 instead. <laughs> now you can't find 357. No. Like at all. Um, there isn't any, I mean, like anywhere, and which is the same problem I have right now with 45. Like there is no 45 here. Like you can't find any. We have to go to a gun show to find forty-four cal- or forty-five caliber ammunition. Period. Uh, is that Log Cult or ACP? ACP. Oh. Yeah. Like none. There isn't any. You know. Uh, there's. I mean, there's not any Long Cult either. 
So, like, it doesn't matter. Like, 45 caliber anything, there just isn't any. And I do have a 45 caliber Long Colt uh, Derringer, but it also takes 410. So, you know, that works itself out. Uh, But, um, yeah, I don't have any access other than, like I said, a show for 45 caliber. Now, 44 does pop up every once in a while, and I see it. Uh, even, uh, I found last week some 6.5 Creedmoor, uh, for my Axis. And that was, that was at the shelf and it was the, you know, 55, $60 a box. It always has been, but I mean, Creedmoor has always been expensive. It's, it's kind of a, even in the best days, it's kind of a specialty ammunition right now. Anyway, as popular as it is, it's still not as popular as like 270 win or 243 or, you know, 300 blackout or any of that stuff. But you can still find that 50 BMG. Oh, it's always on the shelf. It's always right. And I'm sure it's the same 15 boxes it's been since February. (laughs) That they keep talking about having a sale on. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. There was 556, 762, 223. I mean, a lot of the rifle rounds are coming back. Actually, I'm swimming in 223 at the moment. Yeah, us too. Us too. Uh, they have I, a lot it, of that. And it and it was funny because the the guy at Cabela's was like, uh, "Look, you're only supposed to buy five boxes, but I'll I'll sell you whatever just to get the <laughs> shit out of the way." <laughs> and and I and I looked at him confused, and I think we talked about this last time because what he was telling me was is that all anybody wants to buy are big cases these days. Nobody just wants to buy the box of twenty. Right. Uh, and that's what they've got. They've got shelves and shelves and shelves of boxes of 20. Well, yeah, because they haven't been ordering the cases because no one will sell them the cases. And they figure that people will just do like they do with 9mm and, and, you know, two and four box them to death. And with rifle rounds, especially two two three, as far as anybody's concerned, that's that's pretty quick ammo as far as, like, running it through the gun. They're not well, yeah, looking the to shoot a holds, box. The magazine holds 30. Yeah, I mean, it'll shoot more than than a box. box. Yeah, (laughs) Like, without reloading, it shoots more than a box. So uh, I can see why there's a kind of a, they're waiting for the larger packs with that. There's also, they're doing the same thing with like um, 12 gauge uh, target loads, you know, like clay loads. Um, Yeah. People, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, like I'm buying cases of the stuff. Right, because I'll blow through. Like if me and Buana go shoot for a good morning, we'll blow through ten boxes of shells. I mean, without a problem. I mean, we may have some Lucy's left in one box, and that's about it. Uh-huh. So, it's not unusual for us to go through nine, nine and a half boxes of of shells. So we'll buy whatever it is and go havies on that, and it's just cheaper. But, uh, you know, it's it's getting a little better. It's getting actually that's not true. It's getting a lot better. Uh, I found 44 mag on the shelf. Not, I didn't have to ask for it. I didn't have to order it. Nobody held it back for me. It was on the shelf. Uh, so I felt very pleased about that. Uh, but uh, what I'm still having trouble finding here, and this is kind of a funny one, is 22. Yeah. I mean, Isn't that weird? Not that, not that I've actually been trying to specifically find 22. No, I haven't either. kind of surprising to me that it's not on the shelf yeah it's kind of scarce like nobody's nobody's doing i'm talking when i say 22 i'm talking 22 long rifle yes uh i i i mean i've seen some here or there but not in the same quantities i've seen anything else which is kind of weird you used to be able to buy buckets of it 
Yeah. And like now you you get the little thing from CCI that has like. 150 or something like that and yeah it, they all have like, their that's it separate individual hole that they go in like i used to buy them in like milk cartons full like you open the top of the milk carton and you know there's just a box of bullets in there. i actually here was it was a bucket oh yeah see same difference you just here here's some 22 we we measure it by the pound not by the round you know, here, here's five pounds of 22, you know, or, or here's a gallon of 22. I mean, that's that's how I'd buy it. Um, I haven't seen any of it, which is really weird. I guess they're starting on the stuff that they think, you know, uh, more people would buy. But I think you'd be surprised. I think they'd be surprised. Maybe they don't make as much money on it. I don't know. I, I really don't. Uh, but I haven't seen near as much of that as I have uh, some other stuff. I mean, I found... Um, what was, what was on the shelf today? I I was at Shields and it was just weird because I walked by it and I'm like, surely that's not what I just saw. I look back and it's 30 Luger. 30 Luger? 30 Luger. And I'm like, I didn't even know what that is. I didn't either. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm like, surely. Carbine? Yeah. I mean, 30 30. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell is that? Okay. Um, I'm not sure what that is, but apparently, uh, let's see here. What is 30 Luger? 30 Luger is 7.65 by 21 millimeters. Designed wow. in 1898 by George Luger and uh, Hugo Borschott. Uh, the case type is rimless with a small boxer primer uh, used for pistol use. Oh, so it really is a 30 Luger. Huh. Like, what so the like hell? A, so it's like a 7.62 for a pistol. Pistol, yeah. Apparently, huh. I learn something new every day, and I'm just like, what on I earth mean, shoots that? <laughs> I mean, but the I mean the the FN and Ruger five sevens is basically shooting a five five six round for a pistol. Yeah. Okay, so, so it says uh, a Sig P two ten shoots thirty Luger. Sig P two ten. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I'm looking it up right that, now. That that that's their competition, like. Uh, yeah. big snazzy oh yeah you know, no it looks target olympic target yeah, it looks like a cross between a 1911 and a beretta yeah that's what it looks like weird it's old looks old too uh but yeah apparently but i saw like five boxes of it on the shelf and i'm like what the hell is that like what <laughs> they they did you know what that? They is that is that somebody at shields purchasing was going uh, yeah, give me that. We'll just put it on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> or they ordered a big hoard of it, and they're like, look, if you order all that, you have to take some 30 Luger as well. <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> fine, it'll keep, it, it'll put something on the shelf. Yeah, it'll, it'll take up some shelf space. It's fine. Um, but I mean, I can normally always find 9mm now. If I go to a store, yes. I can, 9mm is on the shelf. You can find it. It's expensive, or more expensive. Uh, it, well, a lot of what I've been finding is uh, aluminum or really expensive, dirty brass case stuff for about thirteen to fifteen dollars a box. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Um, or if you want to go outside of your mind, you can do steel case at like twenty twenty five dollars uh, a box. But um, yeah, it's about it. I mean, it's it's. But you can always find nine millimeter now. I I found now what I can't find right now is three eighty. You know what? I bought a box the other day. Uh, they one of the uh, big boxes I went into had a small 
a small cache of 380 and I bought a box. Um, I but that was the only time in the last six months that I've seen 380. Honestly, and you wanna you wanna go on a snipe hunt? Try go and find some 38. Actually, I've got a little special. bit of 38 special. Really? I haven't seen 38 special in close to a year. Well, when I sold my brother the um, PPK, he had a 38 special revolver that's completely seized up that he doesn't really want to do anything with anyway. So in the process, we did a little bit of ammo exchange. I gave him some 380, and he gave me his 38 special. Uh, whose 38 special is it? Mine? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, who makes it? Um, I think it's federal. Really? Yeah. Wow. Older then. Yeah. No. No. It's it's it was they were old boxes of three uh, of um, thirty eight special. They're what I put through the Rossi lever action that I've got. <laughs> yeah. You know, I picked. Uh, I went to. Uh, like I said, I went. I took the eldest to. Uh, the gun stores and stuff with me because she wanted to, she was bored and uh, <laughs> she knows that if, if she's going somewhere with me, I will buy her something. She has no idea what it's going to be and she may not, you know, it may not be important or something like, but I will buy her something because you know, that's what dads do. And uh, so she was at me with me at the gun store and everything. And we went to look at the used rifles. Cause again, I don't know what the hell I want. And so we're over there and she goes, dad, look at that. I'm like, what? She goes, that, Dad, what is that? I'm like, uh, <laughs> that is a 22 bolt action rifle. I love it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Did it really? work? Oh, yeah. No, it was a... Uh, no, 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 not the rifle. Did it work on you? Oh, no. Oh, okay. If it had been under 200 bucks, I'd have just flat out <laughs> bought it for her. <laughs> And then she put it down, and then she went, never mind what I said, Dad. Look at that. I'm like, uh, yeah, well, um, that other one was 400 This one's almost 6 She goes, Dad, look how pretty it is. I'm like, yeah, it's a Henry Lever Action 22. No. Put it down. Speaking of which, the Father's Day Henry is still on the wall. The I was going to ask about that. <laughs> I see no takers. Nope. Wow. What are they going to do with that? Did you ask him? I haven't asked him yet. I haven't. I haven't actually been there to ask him. Like I see it on the website is still being available in store. Um, I haven't been in the store recently to uh, to actually ask him. What What are your plans with that? Yeah. Like, what exactly are you going to do with that? <laughs> be, be, because he knows my next question of what are your plans for that are going to be. What do you take for? You know, it's uh. Now it had an expiration date, and that's over, right? Like you know that, right? Yeah. I mean, look, I have no problem telling people that somebody gave it to me for Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see how much my wife loves me? Do you see that? <gasps> look at this. My family loves me more than anything. Look at that. See? See that? Makes me feel proud. <laughs> As the family walks by, going, "Where'd you get that?" Yeah. <laughs> that's a new one. Where's what's that? Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with that. I mean, there there weren't any. I looked around. I desperately wanted to find, like, one of the 2021 Father's Day Henrys just to see, like, give them a number and then have them keep it for a couple of weeks and then just come back later and give them a lower number. 
Let's see if they'll take it. <laughs> Look, it's it's like it's reached its sell by date. All right, like what do you? What's the deal here? What's the miracle? You're gonna have it shipped back to Henry and have another receiver put on it. You're gonna have it re-engraved. Are you just gonna let it sit here until it gathers dust? All I'm saying well, is you could make a sale today. I guess what I'm thinking is is and. I imagine, considering the fact that it's a Henry, um, that it's not plated. It's actually a solid receiver that would have to be replaced. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's not laser engraved either. It's engraved, which means somebody took a chisel to it and (laughs) cut into the metal. It isn't like you could polish it off, right, like you can some of the laser engraving. Like a laser engraving, you get a good buffing wheel and some some time. It'd take you a couple of beers, but you could get through that laser engraving no problem and come out with something smooth on the other end. Uh, I don't know. I'm still working on where I laser engraved myself. Okay, that's a little different. (laughs) You laser engraved a a slab of beef, all right? That's like a tattoo. (laughs) You have just tattooed yourself at that point. Uh, Which, how's that healing, by the way? (laughs) Well, I'll send you a picture of it. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, it, it's actually healing quite nicely, and and I have been working on it with uh, different lasers. Um, so it doesn't. It, was, it no longer looks like you're you're a, a goth teenager who's had a significant cry for help. Uh, not quite as much, but it, but it, it was really funny because as it's broken up, I was sitting here driving down for Fourth of July last weekend, and my wife looks over at it and goes, "Does that say hi?" <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it actually now. looks like an it looks like an H and an I because it's the part of it broke up so now what the one line looks like it's got a dot in the top of it. it now like, you could just say it was a bad spring break tattoo. <laughs> Forty seven years old, man. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it was like, like it was from twenty break. years ago, and you were you're having it removed. Uh, <laughs> that's my high tattoo. I'm having it removed. <laughs> it was a bad spring break decision a couple decades ago, and you know I'm just it's time it's time to get rid of it now. It's not going well. I mean, seriously, just just roll with the story. It's great. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. But still, I still think you could get like if that was laser engraved, you know, on the side of a gun, uh-huh. you could probably get through that with some good varnishing, some or some good polishing and a, and a, a buffing wheel, uh, maybe a, a little bit of uh, elbow grease in there. I bet you get rid of a lot of that, but. I'm willing to bet from everything I've seen out of uh, uh, Henry, it's engraved, engraved, which means you're going to have to replace the receiver or engrave over it to the effect that it is now covered up, which depending on how deep their steel is or their brass. You you think you could turn that last one into a two, 2022? Oh, I'm positive. (laughs) It's going to be a funky looking two, but yes, we can make that happen. Easily, easily. Uh, we will, we will. If you get that, we will do it, man. I'll, I'll make sure that happens. But, um, and if you don't, they're willing to take a little, you know, enough off of it. I'll buy it. <laughs> well, hell, if they're willing to take enough off of it, I just buy it and just kind of, as I said, family loves me. Oh, look at this! Don't they? They love me so much. You'll have to give me anything for Father's Day, just like I already have it. <laughs> It's great. What caliber was it in? I actually I I was originally wrong. I thought it was a higher caliber than it is. It is a twenty two. Oh well hell, they don't even care if it sits on the shelf all you know, for ten years from now. Hell, well, I mean 
I mean, uh, if it was a 22, oh, no wonder. They'll just because if it was something useful like a 357 or a 44 or God help you a 3030, they'd look to move that thing. Well, I mean, for no other reason though, it's like it's money for stock that they've now just got sitting there. <laughs> exactly, and it's going to sit there for a long time. Oh, at some point they're going to have to reduce the price on that sucker. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and it would it'll, it'll be too. Is it'll be really annoying. It'll be they'll reduce it by like fifty bucks. <laughs> we already did reduce the price on that. We're barely making money as it is. No, 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 dude. Reduce the price. Like you can't you can't sell that to anyone. Like you're gonna have to reduce it by half for anybody to even be interested. Well, once again, because it's printed on the side. Yeah, like... Happy Father's Day 2021. They might as well have just engraved a name on it and be like, well, nobody whose name isn't Steve can buy this gun now. You know, (laughs) that's how bad it is. Like, we think a lot of guys are named Mike, so we we made this the Mike gun. You know? Uh, I mean, that's that's about as bad as it could be. I mean, they, they put a date on the damn thing. I mean, if they just were Happy Father's Day, it would at least be good enough to bring back out next year. Maybe it's like Porsche, right? Like, you only get, uh, if you're a Porsche dealer, and I don't know how much people know about cars, but, like, if you're a Porsche dealer, you got to sell, like, a, a certain amount of Cayennes, and, uh, which are the, the SUVs, and a certain amount of Boxsters and Caymans and stuff before they'll ship you a GT3. So for every GT3 you order, you incur like 20 other cars, a mix of 20 other cars for every GT3 you order. Because there's only so many, and they know those will sell. But you got to sell a lot of Porsche Cayennes in the meantime to, to make up for that one GT3. I wonder if the Father's Day gun from Henry is like that. Like, we'll give you this many Henrys, but you got to have one of these Father's Day guns. Oh, and by the way, it's dated. <laughs> so good luck with that. <laughs> you know, like, I wonder if it's like that. Because I don't think anybody, any purchasing manager in their right mind would go, let's order a gun with a date on it. I'm sure that'll turn out well. A specialty gun with a date on it. That's fantastic because it's not like it's a Remington 870 or something. You know, this is a 22 <laughs> lever action. The only thing I can think of is, is that it may be one of those things that the distributor had enough of. That they looked at the um, uh, the actual stores that have, that have picked them up and went, look, we're gonna send them to you. Just pay us if you sell it. <laughs> <laughs> we did like we we may have overcompensated on this, and we did like ten thousand of these. Just do what you can. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I just I can't imagine what has occurred at Henry that they thought that this was a good idea. I mean, I understand if, like, you, you do, like, custom ordering and engraving where you, before it leaves the factory, you custom order one and they'll they'll engrave it to your specification. Well, that, totally that's that. a different story. Yeah, that's pre-ordered. You're doing this, you're, <laughs> this is bought post-modification. This is a horrible thing to put a timestamp on. <laughs> you know? Like, I wonder what the over and under is on how many of those they actually sold for Father's Day. Like, what what wife or or son or daughter or something thinks, you know what dad needs for Father's Day? A rifle. 
I will go well, take care I, of that. I would hope my family would think that. They oh my, don't. that would never occur to my. First of all, my family considers Father's Day dealt with, and this is just my particular wife and daughters. They consider Father's Day dealt with by bugging me the entire day, asking me what I want to do, and then shooting down any no pun intended shooting down any <laughs> idea of what would be a fun activity for me so hey let's go to the ranch and shoot oh wow it's kind of hot all right well <laughs> let's you know they have a gun show in town why don't we all go to a gun show oh no it doesn't sound like a good plan or at all i'm like all right well anything that does not involve me spending tons of money on food for them or an activity that they would enjoy. Uh, what, I was like, wa- what I was waiting for is, how about we cook on the grill? Which means, how about oh no, I cook on the grill? That's exactly <laughs> what we wound up doing. Well, you know, you love cooking on the grill. Why don't you do that? We'll go buy you meat. I'm like, so on Father's Day, you put me to work? <laughs> you realize it's 95 <laughs> degrees outside, right? You want me to stand over an open flame for half an hour? You guys suck. You know? which, which actually is kind of hilarious considering the fact that what my family got me for Father's Day was, in fact, a new grill. <laughs> Don't you want to use it, Dad? Well, yeah, kind of, but not right now. It's friggin' hot, man. Yeah, and in Texas, when you touch the grill, you can leave skin behind. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like hot. You boil an egg on the top of the mother just by letting it sit in the sun, you know? I mean, it's, it's hot in the summer. So... And I don't do propane. I do gas or uh, I don't do gas grills. I do charcoal. So, I mean, it's it's like a box with fire in it. Uh, so yeah, and that was their their big suggestion. And then um, a couple of years ago, my wife actually suggested, and I'm not kidding, that we go apple picking for Father's Day. <laughs> and I I stared the love of my life in her face and just look, look at this, look look me in the eyes and you tell me if these are the windows to the soul of a man who enjoys apple picking. It's not even the right time of year. Yeah. Oh no, not even close, but they had this thing where you could go like fruit picking and stuff. Right. And it was listed yeah, we, as an no, apple we, picking. We have, a, we have a very large apple orchard right down the street from us that you can go pick your own apples. It's actually, a, <laughs> There's a there, there's a lovely picture on uh, Facebook of me in the corn maze throwing a corn cob, lobbing a corn cob over the corn maze at my wife, which the three seconds after the picture was taken land, landed straight on top of her head. <laughs> <laughs> which endeared you to her greatly, I'm sure. Of course, yes. She yes. loved me ever since. Yeah. Um, but, but at the same time, it, A, it's not where I would go for me. No. Uh, and July isn't the right time of, or excuse me, June isn't even the right time of year to be picking apples. That's no. a fall thing. Yes. Uh, but it was it was basically a fruit picking excursion. And I'm just like, no. But like, babe, you, you have seriously misjudged my character. If that is what you think I think of. As... It's like you don't know me at all. Yeah. Like, like put a little effort in. Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, they didn't um, – now, for I will say this. For my birthday last year, she did great. She got me a rifle case, a dual rifle case that you could sling over your shoulder. It was super cool, and I like it. It's like a big tactical thing. It's got dump pouches in it, and it's got like a divider. And it was really cool. I was seriously happy with that. Um, 
that is that is the exception, not the rule. <laughs> like most of the time, it's stuff like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> you know? Like I, my family, it would all that to say, it would never occur to my family to get me a a firearm for Father's Day, much less one that had been engraved as such. How about you? Uh, not a chance. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's not in their makeup. Even though I would treasure such a thing, and it would be probably one of the best Father's Day gifts I ever got, it would never occur to anyone in my immediate family that this I, is what I would. And I, I, would I don't need. even need them to go to the store and pick it out. I'd be happy if they just looked at me and went, "You know what? It's Father's Day. Go buy yourself a gun." Oh my God, it'd be the best day ever, wouldn't it? Holy oh, crap! I, I, I'd love it. Yeah. Like, here's the money that we have set aside for this. Even if it was 20 bucks, I wouldn't care. Just the, we have thought of you and we have thought, it's like getting a gift card to your favorite place, right? Like, we have gotten you whatever the hell it is you want up to this amount. That's fantastic. It, and, and the worst part about it is, is even though it actually still to some extent bothers the wife because she's still, she's very much into the idea of wrapping something and, and having it be a surprise, oh, sure. whether you wanted it or not is what we do basically have done start doing for like the Christmas time of year is uh, waiting for my end of the year bonus. We take care of the kid <laughs> and other family members. And then when my end of the year bonus comes in, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to get myself this and you can get yourself that and Merry Christmas. <laughs> exactly. And that's fine. Everybody's happy. Everybody gets what they want. You know, I, that's, I'm perfectly fine with that. It's just the the whole and that picture is awesome by the way. He sent me a picture of said corn maze and chucked corn. Uh, yeah, she she was taking a picture, a, a selfie, and next thing you know, she's got a corn cob like bumped her right in the back of the head. One of the few times I actually had aim. <laughs> yeah, that time, perfect aim. Anytime you're trying to hit something you really want to hit, not so much. Uh, but yeah, see th that kind of stuff. Like I'm fine with that. Like I love getting gift cards. I love piling them up. I love saving them and stuff so I can get something really ridiculous with them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, cause, cause that's, that's what I always do. It's like, where did you, where'd you get the money for that? It's like, haha, traded in gift cards. You had a gift card with a thousand dollars on it. No, I didn't. No, I, I had, had 10 of them with a hundred, you know, exactly. <laughs> you know? Or a hundred of them with 10. Either yeah, way. exactly. Who cares? You know, but you got the thing and that's, that's awesome. I've actually had stories go out of business while I waited to pile up enough gift cards to, <laughs> to make the purchase I wanted. Like, oh, well, well these are useless now. Uh, so, I mean, I will I will wait for it. And that's always great. You know, like if, if one of the best things, my boss does this every year for my birthday and Christmas. He will give me a loaded up gift card to uh, Shields or Cabela's or something like that and go knock yourself out. In fact, take the day off and knock yourself out. And I'm like, this may be the best day ever. Uh, I love that kind of thing. But again, it would not occur to my family to go buy a custom engraved firearm for Father's Day. That is not the kind of family I have at all. No. And you live in Texas, no less. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. All of our Texas girls and all of them are shooters. And it's still, they know this is my biggest hobby other than podcasting is firearms. And the <laughs> and it still would never occur to them. Uh, I think my wife's biggest excuse is, I don't know what kind of guns you want. Well, I well, said, ask. It doesn't yeah, need to I be said, a surprise. First, yeah. First of all, I, a surprise is not required. Second, 
I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's the worst firearm in the history of the planet. If you actually got me a gun for a special occasion, I would flip out. It would be awesome. I don't care what it would be. I would find some kind of use wait for minute, it. Wait a minute. Your birthday is next week? Uh, it is. What day? Friday. Friday of next week? Yeah. Okay. So I so I can reach out to Shannon and give her a suggestion. Then. <laughs> I think she's already got mine, whatever whatever it is. I wasn't even talking about an expensive suggestion. I basically thought of it as the perfect thing for you that you'd get an absolute kick out of. Okay. Yeah, you could suggest I, it. I don't know I don't know that she'll listen to me, but she she probably she hasn't listened to me and I've been married to her for 22 years in June. So. Yeah, no, I mean but, but but at least she's met you. Yeah, that's true. I mean and spoken directly to you before. I mean, she and I know about each other, but we've never even communicated really directly. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> if you wind up with that damn Henry, you got to tell me how you got it and, and what you did to <laughs> finagle it out from under him. Because I am seriously curious on like, no, right what right now it I'm working take. on your birthday. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually just found the link and I'm on Twitter right now about to message your wife. <laughs> As I said, no promises that she listens to me. Look, there's this Henry in the store. <laughs> All right, sir, so you got anything else? Uh, other than the fact that you do have to make sure that she at least, even if she, even if it's just to tell me, uh, not just no, but hell no, uh, or F you for even thinking that you could tell me what to buy for my <laughs> husband, um, which is perfectly acceptable answer. Just make sure she checks Twitter soon. Okay, will do. right on we will see you guys next time on behalf of jake bona and i thank you for listening thank you for downloading if you're interested in more content like this or podcasts check us out at hawkseyeguns.com thanks again and we'll see you next time